Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. I have a guest here who goes by the name of Amanda Crosby. Amanda, at this point, can we call you Jehoon's campaign manager? How you doing? Doing well. It's been a very eventful last few days. I'm sure, I'm sure. I know that uh, when I spoke to Jehoon, he really felt like there was no mm-hmm. hope for him to have Young in his life. I know that he told me that mm-hmm. he had gone to a lawyer in South Korea um, and they basically told him that there's nothing that they can do for him because Young is in the Correct. <laughs> and when I right. heard that, I said, wow, I can't imagine somebody being so far away in South Korea and having their son almost kidnapped and never to be mm-hmm. seen or heard from again. And I know that he told me the last time he he's heard from Young or saw him was about a year ago. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on the year pretty quickly here. And it really should speak to everyone who says, you know, he didn't do anything to try to figure this out. He really did. He went to speak to um, a Korean law firm and they did tell him exactly just that, you know, there's nothing that they can do for him when the case was here Mm -hmm. um, in America. And, and even if they could, you know, there is, there's really precious little that, you know, they really could do unless you have an enormous amount of money at your disposal, which is just really not in a lot of people's pockets. So um, it would be better for him to find counsel here. And I, um, that was kind of the purpose behind this whole campaign um, from the get go. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, I know people who are having a custody battle in the States and the process (laughs) is unbearable. Many people do assume that mothers have a greater, um, custody rights than fathers do but the fact is that there's no laws in the U.S. that gives mothers a preference or additional rights. Yeah it can be hard to navigate for anybody. Um, Fathers definitely can be treated as second-class citizens. Thankfully you know as time goes on especially now you know um, being in the year 2021 that is um, a stigma that is starting to be broken and Um, fathers are being afforded those rights more often than not now. And if you ever are um, able to catch um, one of Joe's interviews that I do with him, he talks a lot about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he talks a lot about the, the kind of, the kinds of rights that fathers are afforded and how the U S Supreme court has ruled on these matters for us. So people don't really have to worry themselves about those kinds of things the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that it is a parent's constitutional right to be in their child's life, whether you're a mother or a father. Absolutely. If you, if you can, Amanda, take us kind of through the beginning of it all and how this all started. Did Jehoon reach out to you? No, he did not. And he was actually really hard to get a hold of. Um, we almost had to, um, you know, scrap the whole mm-hmm. idea, but um I was recovering from an emergency surgery that I had in uh, the very, very, I think it was the last day of November. So I had been following, you know, Devin and Jihoon's story for a long time, but um, 
not so much the 90 day story, but really kind of like the, um, the story after everything that we saw on the, the show. So I had been speaking with just like a close group of, um, online people, you know, like this is really unfair. What is happening to him? And yeah, I kind of just went off and I was like, I'm going to start a GoFundMe and see what happens. Not at all think that it was going to be um, picked up right away by people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got a lot of popularity, not in a good way necessarily, because it did get shut down right away for um, fraud, uh, obviously. And that is something we talked about right away. And um, Jihoon needed to talk to them, mm-hmm. or rather, they wanted to talk to Jihoon. So we had a lot of uh, work to do to try to get him to talk to us and shockingly enough he did uh it was in the middle of december we had to go through that whole process with gofundme um he had to prove who he was because it was a it's a high profile situation right so it wasn't really like yes i'm who i say i am sure let's go ahead and do this um gofundme thing but you know and then not only that on top of all of that he's in a non-supported country so Mm -hmm. you throw all of that other stuff on top of everything else um you have to have special considerations when you have somebody who's in a non-supported country like south korea um and then we had also still I still get notifications from GoFundMe even up until a few days ago that people are reporting it as fraud. There there are people who are telling GoFundMe that Jihoon is still not aware of this and that he doesn't support it. So obviously that is not true. I mean, he has, he's publicly spoken about it, Mm -hmm. but those are the kinds of things that we are constantly having to work against here. And we know who, who are the people that are behind those kinds of things are obviously not the kind of people who support this campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, But GoFundMe is really understanding of those kinds of things and they're not willing to take down the campaign anymore because of it. So that's awesome. Um, I know I I spoke to Jehoon about it. Um, he, he made it very clear that this is a campaign that he's fighting for to, just to see his son. And so this is, this is not fraudulent. This is 100% legit. All the funds are going straight towards Jehoon's lawyer. And you said his mm-hmm. name was Joseph Alamia. Okay. He is linked to the GoFundMe campaign. Yes, he is. And he's running the trust that we set up for all of this. So nobody has access to this money. I do not have access to it. Nobody on my team has access to it at all. Um, Jihoon does not have access to it either. It's, it's great that we picked Joe because he's, he's willing to come out here and be in the public eye because I don't think this would have been for anyone. Yeah. I'm not even joking you. He's, he's, <laughs> he's come out and is like, I'm here to answer questions for anybody who's willing to he's he's willing to come on my lives he's willing to go to these youtubers and be on their channels so i mean it's just crazy it's great bless him um i know he i know jihoon feels kind of like um bad for accepting this help which i know in a perfect world that he would love to accomplish this on his own i really do Mm -hmm. there is absolutely no way he would have been able to do this None. Right. Um, especially 
since just the other day, we found out he was four days away from losing um, the rights that he had. Wow. And what rights were those? So so he was going to be um, facing a default judgment. And um, I can't really, I can't say what that was, but Joe did say, you know, Devin and her lawyer filed paperwork and whatever she put in that paperwork automatically she would have been afforded and she could have put anything in there. And you can imagine, you know, kind of knowing what we know just about her. It, it could have been, (laughs) it could have been a lot of bad things. Um, and the court would have just been like, okay, cool. You know, um, I, I do believe Joe talked about it with um, Leda and her people on her YouTube channel. I couldn't stay for the whole thing because I did have to go and work with Jihoon on some of those things. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, she, she could have, she just could have said anything, you know, like you're not allowed to do X, Y, and Z, or if you do, it needs to be under, you know, such and such supervision or, you know, something to that effect. So, um, it could have been really bad for him. And a default judgment is is bad because it's easier to just do these things right off the bat because trying to overturn a default judgment can be very hard. It can be very expensive. You're going to have a hard time explaining to the judge and to the court why you couldn't make it happen in the first place, which I know it sounds silly because the man is overseas. Right. But, you know, it it is what it is. I mean... We, we think, you know, in a common sense way, but sometimes those things aren't really at the forefront of the, um, the problem here. So um, he was given 30 days to do all of this. And I, do, I did not even know that until um, four days before he lost or he was going to lose um, his rights. His rights are to be in his, son, his son's life as, you know, he as, as much as he wants to be. Those kinds of things should be dictated by somebody who are not Devin and her side of the camp. Absolutely. You know, those kinds of things should be on paper um, by someone who is a court official and not, you know, who's an unbiased party. And that is what we're just trying to do here. So yeah, I got, I went from like just being the campaign manager to someone who was like, I have got to find a lawyer today. Wow. Because if I don't, there's going to be no reason to and do Am- any of this and Amanda, after today. You you sound like you could be a lawyer after all of this. <laughs> you know, I have people that send me direct messages that ask me for legal advice. And I just can't help them because I don't want to, I don't want to steer anyone wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it has taken an incredible amount of research on all of our parts just to get where we are today. Joe is a wonderful source of information. He has 16 years of experience. I am so happy that we um, got him um, for Jihoon. I don't think we could have made a better decision, I swear. Mm -hmm. And how did you find Joe? Um, um, So that Sunday that Jihoon called me because he called me on my phone, um, which was really odd. Uh, he never, he never calls me out of the blue like that. It's always very scheduled because he's 16 hours ahead of me. Right. Um, when he was telling me all of this, 
I hung up with him and I called um, our team members and I was like, call everybody, call everyone, you know, even if it's like (laughs) a person that, you know, that might be able to help us just call anybody. And then I started doing my own research and I'm like frantically trying to think and Google just all kinds of people that I can figure out. And we have to find people in Utah, which is really hard because Mm -hmm. I don't have any, um, any resources personally myself in Utah because I'm I'm based in Colorado. So um, by the time all of this came around, one of my team members just called back and said, Joseph Alamia, he, he, I called him and it was around 10 o'clock my time. I think we're on the same time as him. And he said that he would take the case, just send everything to him. Wow. And that's how it happened. <laughs> what, what a blessing in disguise that you, you, Joe, Joe came along and he's willing to take this case on. And it seemed like Joe is a very good, like you said, a really good resource for this campaign and he's ready to ha- and willing to help Jehoon. And so are you. I mean, you also have your own life. I know you have a small baby and, you know, you're married I do, and everything. Yeah. So taking this on with being a mama and everything, I know that I can't even handle my own life. And I have one baby girl who's three years old. <laughs> so I can't even imagine what you've been going through to help Jehoon and somebody who you don't know. Well, I know he really appreciates it, but... I know this thing is about Jihoon, but where what we are talking about can be said for a lot of fathers that are out there. Mm-hmm. It's not just about Jihoon. These kinds of things that we are talking about out loud can be for anyone. So maybe it can help them too. Um, whenever Joe's on one of these YouTube channels, he is speaking in like the broad sense of the term where he's using like a, a like an umbrella example. Mm-hmm. So anybody who's listening can say, Hey, maybe that can apply to me or, you know, maybe, um, I don't have to just, uh, do what this other person is telling me to do. So we're hoping, at least I'm hoping that maybe some other good can come out of this situation as well. Um, and I don't know if you heard yesterday, uh, Joe, touched a little bit on the kinds of things that he did find in the paperwork that Devin filed, um, which was kind of disheartening and shocking to find out. Did you Mm -hmm. have a chance to review any of that? I did take a little glimpse at it. And I, and I know that there were things that she accused Jehoon, you know, in the social media world, such as abuse Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that weren't included in those documents. Correct. Correct. Um, wow. And I, I have, I have known these things because um, just because I had to get all of this stuff, you know, to Joe to begin with. And I, I was shocked. <laughs> she, she put in a lot of time and effort in this story of hers Mm-hmm. Um, she posted pictures, um, you know, I, just going out of her way to create this narrative. The poor guy, I think, I think he just kind of just dove into depression and just turned off social media and didn't really pay attention to what was going on at all. And then, you know, there was... I mean, how would you, if you were him, I mean, how would you, how would you process that? I mean, how would you... How would you even know what to 
to do in that situation. I mean, and she's, she's constantly, even as soon as, um, just not even too long ago saying, um, coming out with those, uh, allegations still, I was very just kind of shocked does not begin to say, uh, what I was, I was, you know, it was, I was sickened by it, really. I really was because we have a lot of people who are on Team Jihoon who, by their own, you know, stories have have survived domestic abuse and have you know escaped very bad situations. And you know, we don't we don't like to we don't like to pressure anybody to to tell their stories. But people have no problem talking about you know what they went through and putting out, you know, what they don't, what they feel like has not added up with her. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just to cut, to come across that. And with Joe coming out and telling people that, and she has a documentary um, coming out about it, about her whole um, survival story about it. So I wonder how that's all going to work for her now, you know? Um, and Joe did and, say it can be amended, mm-hmm. you know, the paperwork can be amended to include those things, but why would you not include that if it was so horrible? That's something you do want to include at the first point, you know, um, that's, something, that should be your reason yeah. for the divorce and not, um, exactly. what did he say it was, um, irreconcilable, irreconcilable the name. differences. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. So. <laughs> So in her uh, filing, she didn't state anything that has to do with abuse allegations that she's, um, she stated mm-hmm. more than once about Jehoon. Nothing of the matter at all that has anything to do with him abusing Drusilla, Taeyang, nothing like that at all. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that was in there was irreconcilable differences. Now, that is really telling from somebody who accusing a father of abusing their child. And to just forget that that happened. I mean, what is she going to say? Oh, I forgot to put that in there. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be interesting because she has stated allegedly that's why she has had to flee Korea. um, And that's why she didn't return. um, And all of these other things, you know, it's just, uh, I don't, I have many reasons for wanting to help Jihoon and his family. And, you know, you can just put that whole thing as another reason why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not only Jihoon that's, that's losing out, you know, it's his parents that had a grandkid and all of a sudden they don't just, have a grandkid. I don't know. I know. And they, they really deserve to have that child in their life just as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. And, um, we posted a picture that Jihoon sent us of, of him and Taeyong and um, his mother. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was really sweet. <laughs> she just loved that baby. She did. Oh, yeah. I mean, what did she do? You know what I mean? How, why can't she be a part of his life? I know. Yeah. And I heard, I heard some things also about... Um, I did not hear it directly from the source, but allegedly uh, Devin had said that um, his mother had done some things to um, her daughter as well. 
but you know, then also one of the teachers did and then, Mm -hmm. but you know, I, I just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You could scratch your head forever. Right. Right. You know, maybe it's the whole timeout discipline thing. It seems like Devin is really not that type of person in Drusilla's life that she would discipline her in any shape or form. So having anybody, I think you might be right about yeah. that. <laughs> having anybody say anything. I mean, to, we saw to, it on um, the show when she was crawling around on the countertops, and right, Ji Hoon said we needed to teach her manners, and she was like, "She does have manners." She says, "Please and thank you." Right, and you know what? They, I almost fell out my chair. I was like, "There is a lot more to manners than just that." <laughs> you know, and not blaming Drusilla for anything. Drusilla's a child. She's got nothing to do with any of this drama that her mom's dragging her into, but No, absolutely you know, not. But thing You're is, right. It's it's really when your kid is misbehaving and you know, you're out in public, the first person that's going to to be blamed is is the mother or the the parental guidance. You're you're around. right. Um children's children are direct reflection of your parenting i always say that right so you it's know, like um, no matter no matter what type of discipline um, anybody is going to teach drusilla i think that devon is always going to feel that um it's abuse and as much as she may not want to i mean drusilla is her responsibility first and foremost so i mean there is no getting around that and it's the same thing with Young too no matter who she's with or how many um, partners she has in her life, her children are her, her first responsibility. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I don't know if she understands that. I don't know. Right. Um, so, I see a lot of things, you know, she's, she's traveled quite a lot this year. Hasn't she? She's been just having the time of her life with the, you know, a new man, um, yeah, trying, trying to start a new family, posting pictures of Young with this with this other guy. I mean, you know, just jabbing, jabbing Jehoon and mm-hmm. just spit in his face, you know, uh, like you can't mm-hmm. be a part of his life because, you know, Young is this is his new father. It, it just it's very heartbreaking to see all of that unfolding, um, knowing knowing that, yeah, you know, Jehoon is Jehoon is the father and he's fighting to be in his son's life and yeah and he wants to be there so bad so what is uh what is devin filing for full custody oh um i don't know if i listen there was so many documents um i don't know i don't know if i know that part to be honest with you um what we could do is um see if we can get um, a statement from his lawyer. I don't know if he can talk about that, though, because there are minor children involved. There are certain parts of this um, case that are always going to remain private. Um, So I don't know if we can actually talk about what she filed for. Mm -hmm. But I know there are certain parts that are going to, as time goes on, become public knowledge, you know? Right. Okay. So, um, so let me ask you this. What 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 is Jehoon filing for? Right now he is just trying to secure um his uh rights to Taeyong without it being dictated um by Devin. Um that is all I know right now. Mm-hmm. I know he and Joe um talk so and I'm not always kept in the loop with that. Um I'm 
I, of course, if Jihoon ever tells me something, I'm not going to be like, you know, please don't talk to me (laughs) or anything like that. But, um, that is, that is always going to be something that is between, uh, Jihoon and Joe. But right now I do know they're just only trying to, um, secure, um, some sort of a parenting plan that's not, you know, made up by Devin. Um, right. Whatever right. that was. I'm curious to to know what that parenting plan would look like. You know, with Jihoon being so far away, is that going to be a once a week Skype or I mean, once a week Zoom you know, communication? You something... know what? That that involves Devin being a co-parent, um, a good co-parent. <laughs> that and... is something that we kind of talked about last night. Um, that is going to be probably a a tough situation that the court is going to have to figure out, um, especially because, you know, Jihoon lives more than 150 miles away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're going to, so it's going to have to be done in chunks, whatever it is. It's not going to be, you know, an every weekend, every other weekend type of thing, like how it would be if he was in the state of Utah or something like that. So they're going to have to figure that out. Wow. It's, it just sounds very complicated. Um, I know yeah, father. I know. I know fathers who who live. You know, on, one lives on the east coast, and and the son lives on the the west coast, and it's you know it, it's challenging to say the least to to have a relationship with an adult being that far away, <laughs> let alone a, a small yeah. child. Yeah, that may not be something that would sound too appealing. So um, it would, I think it would make more sense to me for um, do something like how, like how Joe had suggested where they do it in uh, a block of time during the year. Right. So, so Taeyang yeah. would, would go to South Korea for a certain amount of time and, and see yeah, other. however much time, however, they would have to first decide like how much like, are they doing like a 50, 50 thing or, you know, 70, 30 or whatever else. And then they're going to have to figure out the court's going to have to figure out how best to do that. And he's not, he's not in school. So, you know, it would be, Mm -hmm. they have a little bit of more of a a leeway uh, type deal to work with, but as more time goes on, Young is getting older. Um, He hasn't seen or, had like any kind of face-to-face interaction with his father and you know that is really concerning um for us as well so Mm. we want to try to get that um sooner rather than later but you know that's asking for a lot at this point right i mean parental alienation is a huge factor in this case right now Um, yeah we talked about that a lot last night too um and that is not going to look good no matter who yeah. you are. Um, so we have a lot of um, things that Joe is gathering, unfortunately, for Devin. She's been out here this whole time, um, you know, slandering Jihoon through social media. And that is one thing that you, when you are in any kind of custody or divorce proceedings, you don't do any of that electronically. I mean, that is just common knowledge. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are, but, and just because you delete it, it just, it doesn't make it go away. But the thing is, you know, with uh, Drusilla, um, 
she left the, her father too. She left Drusilla's father behind and Drusilla's father has no rights to Drusilla at all. And I'm wondering if, you know, it's kind of like the same We're story. We're wondering that too. Yeah. We're wondering of. too. So and I, she I'm did wondering accuse, what Joe might want to do. She that. did. She did accuse Drusilla's father of abuse of, you know, just heinous things. So it's falling into the same story. Yeah, but did he? <laughs> exactly. I'm not trying to say I don't like to victim shame people. I don't. And I have never done that in my entire life. I have never sat there and said to someone who has said that they were in a domestic violence situation and said, prove it. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, this whole thing with Jihoon, I don't know if that happened to her. I don't know. Right. 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 I mean, this, this case is going to be, it's not like it's going to end, you know, once the case is over, it's going to be ongoing, um, you know, but you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. And it really is unfortunate, but it was just, you either, you have to do something or do nothing. And I chose to do something. Um, I have a lot of support, which is really great. Um, I really wish that people would understand that Jihoon is not just sitting at home twiddling his thumbs waiting for me to do everything. That is not how this is working. I would definitely not be doing all of this to help him if that's what he was doing, okay? (laughs) I would not be putting all of this work in um, with a full-time job, four children, and a husband if he was sitting at home doing nothing to help me. My goodness. God bless you. I know. You know, when I spoke to Jihoon, um, I told him that the only time I'll be able to to set aside for you is, you know, 11 a.m. my time here. He was on time, was even on before I was. I asked him, what time is it? He said, it's 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Yeah. The guy is, He's very you know, committed yeah. to this. I mean, I mean, our live the, uh, yesterday was, it was, it was horrific. It was a huge fail, but we did it to do it, to prove to people that we're trying to work this out. We're trying to, you know, appearances for everyone so that everyone knows we're still working on this. He's working on it with me. He does everything that I ask him to. He doesn't Mm -hmm. complain. I mean, he had just woken up and people were like, oh my God, he looks terrible. I'm like, really? Give the guy a break. I know. He's not allowed to look terrible or be tired. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, the Jehoon that I saw was... He looked drained, exhausted. Um, you know, yeah, he was. He told me that you know he fell into a deep depression at one point because he just felt like there was no hope that he would never see his son again, that he would never have a relationship again, that um, Devin just exed him out of Young's life. And so, what did he do? The guy said, "Yeah, yeah I did go out and and." get a nose job to to boost my self-esteem because I was really depressed and a lot of people you yeah. know are, are saying hey don't give him the money don't support him it's just going to go through to more uh, plastic surgery and that is not the case at all um, as you mentioned Amanda that this money is Jehoon doesn't have access to this money Mm-mm. No, he does not and I wouldn't do I wouldn't do a campaign this large for somebody and just sign it over to them. I mean, it would it wouldn't matter if it was Jihoon or someone else. I wouldn't do something like that. Um, I know how trust funds work and I know the importance of them. So um, as I explained very early on, 
things can go very sour um, between people who have um, this kind of money between them. I didn't want to be responsible for it. So I said a trust fund was the best thing to do. And that's what we stuck with. Um, and he did all of that with himself way before I even got involved with him. So, you know, everybody just needs to let that go. We're moving on. Um, we're making some good, um, some good steam with it. We just need to get it out there and get reached to the people who want to help in this situation. It's not going to be for everyone. And we understand that. So Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and giving our listeners a backstory, current story of what's going on with this international custody battle. You've dedicated so much time to helping Jihoon and, you know, running this campaign, as you said, you're, you're a busy mom and this is your fifth job. Every time you clock out of something, you're back <laughs> in it. So, you know, um, your character and to, to help somebody that you don't know is, is truly hopeful. It gives me hope in this world. Well, thank you. I really, ho- I really do thank you for um, dedicating your time to me this afternoon. And I really enjoyed talking to you. So just thank you for that. Yes. Um, tell, tell the listeners where they can find uh, the GoFundMe campaign. I know that it's in your um, bio and on your Instagram page. Um, if they do go to GoFundMe.com, do they just type in a certain uh, name? It would be, um, yes, it's listed under International Custody Battle. Um, we decided to keep that name because I don't think anybody is going to disagree with me when I say that Jihoon probably is not going to disagree with the divorce at this point. So we just kept the name. And then um, we do have international donors and they can't uh, always donate to the GoFundMe. So there is a PayPal. Um, And if you look up um, Joe's law firm, which is just Joseph Alamia, um, I can also get you that information as well. Uh, as well, um, That's another option, um, too, for people to donate. And that's also bringing in money, which is super great, too. Okay, great. I'm going to have all of that in um, one of my highlights. So it makes it easier for everybody to either swipe great. up um, to donate. Yes, anything helps. And we really do appreciate everyone who's just giving their dollars to us during this time. We can't thank you guys enough.